There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah. I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Feeling good, man. Fantastic. It's going. Good to hear. It is March 1st now, as we are recording this. So we are out of the month of February. We are less than two months away from Texas Frightmare. As we said last week, we are going to be at Texas Frightmare this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. What we're doing this week is we are actually going to be reviewing the new movie, The Invisible Man, which is obviously the remake of the Universal Monsters classic. And uh, we'll get be getting to that here in a little bit. It will be a spoiler-free review. So for those of you that are worried about spoilers, we are going to avoid that so that you can still enjoy the movie if you want to go see it. Um, we definitely have some differing perspectives of this which we will get into here once we get into the review of this but to kind of start things off here we're going to take a look at a little bit of news and preview of some coming attractions so to kick things off here we did find out this week that sci-fi has ordered a limited series based off of dawn or not dawn of the dead but day of the dead this is expected to air next year so 2021 and basic premise of it is it's an intense story of six strangers trying to survive the first 24 hours of an undead invasion. I'm not looking forward to this, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say I'm like medium excited, if even that, because outside of Day of the Dead itself, everything attached with that name has stunk. So, Yeah. <clears throat> I doubt, and I haven't really cared for sci-fi channel zombie stuff much anyway. So. No, I almost every sci-fi channel zombie thing that's come out I have not really liked and on top of that the Romero estate actually came out this last week too and said that they are not a part of this yeah and I mean you know what they produce so the series is done it's over yeah it's just another another show to piggy they're trying to piggyback off the walking dead success which I think it's a little too late for that (laughs) yeah Cause I mean, yeah. Cause I don't think that show's even popular anymore. Not like it used to be. No, not like it used to be. Yeah, no. So I just don't see the point in this. And then just I, just I, just trying to yeah. call a day of the dead, just you know, to get people. Hey, I like that movie. And I like right. Right. Or someone that might have heard the title. Yeah. If I want to watch yeah. Day of the Dead, I'll watch Day of the Dead. <laughs> I mean, right, you know. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm the same. I'm pretty burnt out on the the zombie, zombie shows stuff. and the and sadly enough to say the vampire shit too, because vampire is my favorite monster genre and mm-hmm. TV in Hollywood has just completely wrecked it. They've been overplayed, <laughs> and more importantly, they've been played to that that tween, I guess you say, crowd where it's just yep. It's just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Vanilla. Yeah, it's just too vanilla. It's not like the Day of the Dead where you had guts and everything being ripped out and, you know, very just dark. 
And not just the gore. I mean, like, you know, Sean said, the characters in that movie are freaking going insane because they've been underground for so long. And it's just... Yeah. Especially Rhodes. I mean, that's why it's my favorite. It's just a... It's a great... Yeah. Breaking point. It's a great character study. (laughs) Like, you know, how would would you react (laughs) at this... At, you know, however many years this was supposed to be after the initial outbreak began. I mean, it's just... Yeah, and that's... Which really is funny movie. since this says it's at the beginning, so that's kind of... That's, right. that's already good. Is it wrong. Right, that's what I was saying. That's a good point, because if they did it true to the movie, the movie's so old and all the their audience that's going to be watching this is not going to fucking understand what the fuck's going on at all. So they right. they would have to do it at the beginning, which would ruin it for the hardcore fans. So it's just you know, it's I'm, a fucking mess. I'm I'm predicting that it's not going to have any connection to the actual movie. No, they're just, use, they're just using the name. It's just another show about a zombie outbreak. <coughs> Black Christmas. Yeah. <coughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Honestly, the way I see it is that they could possibly go the route where it's more in line with like one of the remake movies. You know, with how oh, yeah. their zombies were and everything, because I could see sci-fi doing something like that. I I definitely agree. That so yeah. that means we're gonna have vegetarian zombies. Is that what you're trying? To say? <laughs> or something, yeah. <laughs> but I, I I knowing sci-fi and and whatnot, I could see where they could possibly go that route with it. <laughs> the impossible whoppers grabbing everybody, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not really excited for this. I, I, I really wish they would just leave Day of the Dead alone. Come up with new shit if you wanted to do something zombie related. Leave that fucking franchise alone, especially that fucking movie, because they've bastardized that whole fucking movie twice now, and now I'm making this three times with this TV show. Just leave it alone. Well, the, <laughs> you know? the, there is a group of people who made the Day of the Dead 2, which had nothing to do with Romero's movie anyway. <laughs> Yep. Which I never, I never saw. I had no desire to see it, but I heard it was just a piece of crap too. So. Wasn't it like Day of the Dead Two Contagion or something like yes, that? Yes, yes, that's what that's it was. Nice. Apparently, it's supposed to be a prequel or something. I heard, and I don't know. Set in some hospitals. Sounds stupid. There's like psychics <laughs> and there's like a psychic involved. I read, or it was yep. just weird. Yeah, I remember then, seeing that in Best Buy back in the day, and I'm like, nope, I'm not yeah. buying that, because this doesn't look like Day of the Dead to me. <laughs> yeah. And then you had the 2008 remake with Steve Miner, and then you have another remake. What was it called? Blood, yeah, Blood, Bloodline. Bloodlines, yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. I'll just stick with Day of the Dead. <laughs> Romero's. Exactly. Because even, even Romero's bad zombie movies are better, better than both of those fucking remakes. Yeah, I'd rather watch Survival <laughs> of the Dead than any of those. Yes, exactly. And and that's my least favorite of his zombie movies. <laughs> Definitely. But it's more entertaining than that stuff. Yeah. Right. At least you have the Hatfield McCoy's family type thing going on, which always interests me, but yeah. Mm, yeah. Not interested in this at all. But uh, kind of moving on from there and some other news. It's not really news, but just kind of something that was mentioned in an interview. Obviously, we've mentioned on previous episodes about the Nightmare on Elm Street series going back to Wes Craven's estate and everything and how they're trying to look at possibly doing a new movie. Well, Robert Englund recently did an interview where he was talking about how he may be, and he keeps going back and forth on this. He keeps saying 
he might want to do another one or he's too old. Then he says he might want to do another one again. Well, now he's talking about how he, he made it clear that he's probably still too old to play Freddy again in a live action movie. But, you know, he threw out the possibility of what if they did like an animated version of Nightmare on Elm Street where he would voice Freddy. And that opens up kind of a interesting possibility and concept. It's dumb, right? It'd be awesome, man. Yeah. Like it. That's the problem, Maybe they though. Can... <laughs> if done right, and I doubt like, they can do it right. I'd like to see them go, like, because I've always wanted to see what they did in the comics play out in something, man. This would be the yeah. opportunity to do that. So. That I would love if they would just adapt yes. the Nightmare Warriors the whole the whole comic book arc with Ash. I mean, even if you couldn't like, do Ash, you yeah. could get somebody else, not Ash, and get right, someone and attached to Jason. one of those old horror cartoon shows to help yep. direct it. They could do what that's it, just a possibility. They could do what could DC does. DC <laughs> makes those direct-to-video animated movies, and those are PG thirteen slash rated R. And yeah, and I've I've yeah, enjoyed exactly. the I've enjoyed the majority of those movies. They're you know like the new Death of Superman, all that stuff is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I agree. So I say they could that's do exactly that. Just what I was thinking something like that. They great, could man. they could do the Nightmare Warriors arc. You know, it doesn't have to have Ash. Like I said, you could just make up somebody and go to right. town because it's jason and it's all the jason survivors freddy survivors and just you know have it be just a huge thing and it can it can be a sequel to freddy versus jason if that's you know it's just animated yeah. but they're probably just gonna screw it up yeah that's, how cynical like, well, that's just wishful <laughs> thinking that's yeah for sure. <laughs> right this is why people who have i don't know i just I'm, I'm At least cynical. Robert put it out there, so I'm sure yeah. we're not the only one that's talking I'm, about it. Obviously, I'm down with him because to me, he's the only one who can do Freddy. But, yeah, you know, yeah. we've had this discussion before where if you can't do it right at this point with these old franchises, just leave it alone. I mean, yeah. not, Nightmare had a great ending with New Nightmare. Friday, I would love a new Friday, but, you know, the whole lawsuit stuff and remakes ruin the continuity of a lot of stuff that it's hard to get back on track. I mean, Halloween got lucky with 2018, and now we're getting, you know, what we're getting with kills, which we're looking forward to, but... Yep. Yeah. But I doubt it'll even happen. I just... I'll I'll, I'll be shocked if it does happen. Right. <laughs> it's wishful thinking, though. Yeah, I mean... I have it, a strong it, it could be I'll very just, good. I have a strong feeling they're just going to do another lame remake and just... Well, yeah. yeah, I just. The only Nightmare on Elm Street thing I ever saw that looked any good was that fan film. It had um, a black guy who was having nightmares and it was almost like he was becoming Freddy himself. Yeah, that, I, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. they yeah. didn't. Good, yeah. I thought they never made that. That was just a trailer. Because I only yeah, saw that's what I'm saying. Yeah, fa- yeah, yeah like I was. Re- I remember being really upset that it wasn't a real movie because it looks so fucking yeah, when good. When I saw it, I was like, "Man, how come no one's right. told me about this? Yeah, <laughs> give this guy money." Yeah, it was. It looked really good. I. Uh... <laughs> what will be will be. <laughs> Unfortunately, yep. either way, but it would be exciting if we got something, even if an animated form. At this point, I mean, otherwise, yeah, like. Leave it lie. <laughs> Otherwise, well, I, so, I feel that, like that if, if Robert gets behind it, it's got to be good because I don't think he would get behind a project if it was shit. Well, that's why he didn't do the remake. They did. Yeah, yeah. If we if we ends up going that route, that would be great. But 
that all remains to be seen because no official announcements have been made from West Craven's estate about what they're going to be doing yet, only that they're taking pictures. So who knows what's going to happen or if anything's going to happen. So that all remains to be seen. But it's an interesting thought, though. That's That's for sure. Kind of moving on from some news, though. We're going to take a look at some previews of upcoming attractions. So just some upcoming movies, TV shows, different things like that. So coming up on April 20th of this year, we are getting a release from Shout Studios called Witches in the Woods. This one kind of seemed kind of mediocre and kind of your run-of-the-mill, just kind of generic movie. Yeah, I'm not interested. It didn't look all that great to me. I mean, it has small potential, I guess. I don't know. It didn't really grab me that much. It looked like a cheap one from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. No, it kind of had that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it it's just... the Soul Survivor or Final Destination vibe, the way it looked. It's just like, uh... Mm-hmm. Right. And the witches in the woods, I, I mean, I, like at the beginning, they showed them talking about where they're going and all that, but I guess it was just, you know the spirit of the witches it just seemed kind of i don't know it didn't completely fit no i agree it, it, it's just kind of like there was they had a lot going on 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 screen but it really wasn't a lot if that makes sense it just kind of like eh like i didn't really know how what to take from it it, it was just kind of it, I, it all kind of seemed like it was a little all over the place too on top of that so it didn't really seem like it had a clear like direction that it was going at least from what i was gathering yeah that's what i'm saying it seemed like they were going to like some witch place and then there's a car wreck in the middle of nowhere (laughs) it just seemed kind of i knew what to take from it that i didn't want to see it right (laughs) that's all i have to say about that so that's coming out april 20th now in drastic contrast to that coming out actually in select theaters on april 10th and then on vod on may 8th is a new fangoria movie called porno (laughs) and this movie looks fucking hilarious it looks great yeah i thought it looked fun man I it was like, fun. porno, what is this shit? <laughs> it looked pretty cool. They it had a demons and midnight and a sex movie demon. <laughs> kind of vibe. It yeah. seems fun because like of the theater you know, thing. It looks fun because it seems like the whole movie takes place at a movie theater after yeah. close. Popcorn's <coughs> another one. I like movies that do that. Man, so. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish they could have a different title and just call it porno. <laughs> yeah. Let's say they release it on blue and you're just like, oh, I gotta have this in my collection because it's a fun movie. People are gonna be like, hey, you yeah. have a porno in your collection? That's an order like, by oh. online only. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys got that porno? <laughs> <laughs> Go to the store and you can only get it from behind the counter. This guy needs right. the porno? The latest release of porno? Hey, I need the porno. <laughs> Where's my porno? You gotta go through the the hanging bead curtain to get to it. <laughs> yep. Yes. Oh my you can only god. Get copies of porno behind in this doorway. That should be the damn box cover, man. <laughs> no kidding. That would be great. God, that's so good. I haven't even thought about something like that in a long time. Like the old movie the or movie stores and whatnot with those. Yes. Yeah. 
hidden back rooms with the beads. I used to I sneak back there that. when I was a kid and look around because no one ever paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Who hasn't? Was like, I remember doing was that like, too when I was a kid. because yeah, you boobies. saw the beads, you're like, what? I know what's in there, man. Oh, I knew what was in there. I went in there for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I remember oh, being in a video sick. store once, and this—it's uh, when Showgirls will just come out, and this random okay. is under the new releases. They didn't even like try to hide it; it was just new releases. So I was just looking at the new releases, and some guy who I did not know just came up beside me, and he's like, "You don't see that movie? That's not a good movie for you." And I wasn't even looking <laughs> at it; like I didn't even have the box or anything. I just looked at it for a minute, and I just ignored him. I was like whatever dude i wasn't even looking at showgirls <laughs> god jeez that's I was, good i was, I was like, ready to see guy? showgirls but i was highly disappointed when i did so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i saw part of it on a movie channel and i was like oh, god, i don't need to watch the rest yeah of this. i rented it like i was probably 18 17, 18. I don't remember exactly, but it's just a bad. It was movie. terrible. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible, man. Badly acted, everything. I mean, it was just. Yeah. Uh, it's like Paul Verhoeven. I mean, you you directed freaking RoboCop, and this is yeah, this is what you give us doing, now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he just wanted to see the Saved by the Bell girl, Jesse. <laughs> like he did it for the all. same reason everybody yeah. did. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to see Jesse. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. after that, so, yeah. movie, she disappeared for 23 <laughs> years until the Saved by the Bell revivals come. <laughs> right. Because that movie freaking <laughs> killed her career. Yeah, she definitely wasn't in. Yeah, wasn't she pops up a here and there in a couple, but it's nothing that's like well known. Like, I can yeah. tell. <laughs> it's nothing anybody's seen. Yeah. Other than myself, probably. <laughs> right. Sean's constantly oh, looking out for Jesse's movies and Elizabeth. Now, she was in this one with Jake Busey and the one dude from Road Trip, man. I can't remember his freaking name. It's a weird movie where this chick's trying to empty out her brother's drug factory. And I think that's like, she ends up being in it. She's dating the brother or some shit. Sean, that's not a movie. That's her biopic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that comes out April 10th for select theaters and VOD. Probably DVD too on May 8th. So that's something to look forward to. Looks like a fun movie. To kind of finish off some of these previews for this week, uh, coming out June 12th, 2020, is Nia DaCosta's Candyman. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. I saw the trailer when I went to watch The Invisible Man, and it just. It didn't if look the leaks good are to me, <laughs> man. That's what I thought. The trailer. <laughs> it didn't look good at <laughs> all. If if the leaks are true that I've read, I don't want to see the movie. But that's why, I like, I'm on the fence because I don't know if they are true. But I'll say this: Jordan Peele is overrated, and uh, agreed. Tony Todd is Candyman, just like Robert England is Freddy Krueger. If you can't do, if it can't be Tony Todd, then what's the freaking point? Yeah. I agree. I wasn't Plus, there's no the mention of Clive either. Barker in the trailer. How freaking like disrespectful is that? It's from his short story. 
This is supposed to be a yeah. sequel, not a remake. So, I mean, where's his name? Where's just, you know, the, the credit? Oh, no, it's right. Jordan Pill. Screw you, Jordan Pill. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> Jeez. He's freaking overrated. He's getting a lot of money to make movies right now. That's for sure. Yep, yeah, that's for sure. Well, I'm going to be the odd man out here. I'm cautiously optimistic. I think it looks decent so far, but that's me. So I'll I'll, I'll stand on my soapbox here and <laughs> by myself. I don't care. It's I'm 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 excited for it. So I'm just angry because they, you know, it's like supposed to be Tony Todd coming back, and then you know they basically lost. Well, that was rumor. Was that, that just a that rumor? was never? It was just a rumor. Oh, I, okay. I tried to make sure that that was clear when I brought that up in previous episodes that it, it was a rumor. Okay. And not guaranteed that he was coming back. So that still sucks because Tony Todd is Candyman. I'd yeah. rather watch Candyman three Day of the Dead than this crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, the only stuff. good thing that can come from this movie is if that movie gets a Blu-ray release, and then I'll have the trilogy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Give a little, take a little. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm not saying I'm going in this like gung ho, like yeah, I'm all for it because it might be a bad movie. <laughs> you know who fucking knows right now, especially based off of the information that came out about that supposed test screening because yeah. it, it was not positive what came out of that well, so i'll say after watching invisible man i'm not trusting trailers very much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay i have one positive thing to say the poster looked cool with the honey on the hook and the bee on it i thought that was cool yep that's it yeah. i thought that looks good everything else i don't give a crap <laughs> no tony todd no so I just made my decision. I'm not seeing this. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. I'm not seeing Candyman. Ted's not seeing it. I will not see Candyman 2 slash 2020. Whatever they're going to be calling. I'll I'll watch it when I can watch it for free. Like if it's on Prime or Netflix or Shudder or wherever it goes. That's when I end up seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I've ever... I'm going to see it in the theater because I've got AMC stubs. See, I have have the Regal Unlimited and I still don't want to go see it for free. (laughs) (laughs) I'll watch it when I don't have to put fucking pants on and I can sit on my couch. (laughs) You know what I will? You know what I will see this summer? Bill and Ted face the music. That's Fuck yes. Yes. Hell yes. Candyman can stick that hook up his butt. I'll see Bill and Ted instead. <laughs> oh my god. Good stuff. This this episode's going off the rails right now. I love it. It's the, the best ones always do. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, that's what we got for trailers for upcoming movies here this week. So, let's move on into our review of Lee Wanell's The Invisible Man. Please listen to me. saying the person trying to kill you is in the room right now, but we can't see him? Someone's sitting in that chair. He has figured out a way to be invisible. That's ridiculous. You don't know him. He said that wherever I went, he would find me. 
and I wouldn't be able to see him. Show yourself! Come on! So The Invisible Man 2020 was directed by Lee Whannell. Uh, the cast for this is Elizabeth Moss, Oliver Jackson Cohen, Harriet Dreyer, and Aldous Hodge. It was released actually just this past week on February 28th. The budget for this movie was $7 million. Estimated. Just this weekend alone in the U.S., it's made twenty-five or $29 million. And total worldwide has made $49 million. And that's just in the first weekend. So this movie already is set out to make a fuck ton of money based off of what they paid to actually make it. Yeah, that's a pretty small budget. That's surprising. Yeah. And actually, since this movie released and all the buzz and everything, all the positive reviews, a couple things have happened. So Lee Wanell actually did an interview where he actually talked about what he would do if he were to do like Dracula. And he actually had a lot of good points about getting it actually back to basics to the Bram Stoker story and not even like whatever's been done in movies since the early thirties, but getting it back to where basically Dracula is like a psychopath and it's definitely not the romantic like a lot of movies have made him out to be, which we've talked about a lot recently on on the podcast and whatnot. But getting him back to where he's just a bloodthirsty, wanting to kill you, evil motherfucker, which is great that somebody, if he were to do it, he knows exactly how he would go about doing that. With that said... Uh, Blumhouse has signed an agreement with Lee Wanell for him to actually produce, write, and direct things for them for the next two years. So he signed a contract with them to produce content for them for the next two years. And with how well this movie's doing, I don't see how Universal wouldn't hand over the Universal monsters to them and just be like, go for it. Do whatever you want. Well, my my you know. problem with that is the to me that Dracula idea doesn't sound good, but it it could be another misnomer with like the the names or the words that they use because to me there's a huge difference between a psychopath and a sociopath, and Dracula was never a psychopath. He was manipulative. He was in for the uh, the the manipulation, the mind games. He wasn't like a bloodthirsty, like crazy murderer type. I'll put it like this. It's great if he's a, a murderer in a horror movie, but if he's just a jealous Dracula in a drama, I probably won't like it very much. Oh, I didn't mean the drama <laughs> side of it, no. <laughs> I meant like like from the original Bram Stoker's. So he was like... It was, it was more of a psychological than just nah, going on you. a stark raving fucking bloodbath massacre. That was never really Dracula's M.O. You know what? Well, you gotta just just realize I'm paraphrasing. Right, right, right. That's I'm why not... I said it could just be a mix up so, with the the term. But I mean, I would yeah. love 
I would love a, a back to the roots Dracula, even not even if it wasn't Bram Stoker's version and it went back to the original black and white, like the Nosferatu or the Universal Dracula. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely fucking I would die with excitement. Yeah, I'd rather them just make an updated version or. Not even an updated version, just another version of what we got in 1931. I mean, what geez. we got yeah. with Netflix recently Same was amazing. Here. I mean, I didn't care for the ending at all, but the the meat and potatoes of the show was fucking perfect. Dracula to me, I loved it. Yeah, yeah I still need to watch. I, it. I agree. I watched that. Need to get on that, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Second episode is fucking badass. I loved it. I really don't care what Universal says. You know they're still gung-ho to have their own little cinematic universe. And that's the problem right there, because Dracula dies. How, how can you have a cinematic universe based on Dracula? And, and, and the other movies, they weren't even connected until you did uh, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. And that wasn't even planned out. That just kind of happened on a whim, because if you look into the history... Uh, the guy who wrote that movie, he uh, he he pitched it as a joke because he's just like, well, I want to buy a new car, and and then he he made some joke, and then uh, later on that day, the uh, head of Universal called him in his office and said, hey, go ahead buy that car, write the movie, and that's how it happened. They just kind of combined things at that point. It was never planned, but here wow. they're trying to plan <laughs> everything out. I mean. You can't be Marvel. Nobody can be Marvel. It's just Marvel can't even be Marvel. They're not playing anymore. anything out anymore. They've they've dropped that whole dark they, universe. They they say that, but I don't trust them. I've I have this strong feeling I they're going to try to. Don't think they're everything. dumb enough to try to do that now. After what happened with the Mummy, I mean, they are literally going back to low budget basics with this. And whether or not it's a shared universe or whatnot, at this point, I don't really care as long as they do it what like what they did with the invisible man and I, I know that mark and sean you both didn't really care for it i personally liked it i didn't mind that it was more of a thriller i didn't hate it and, <laughs> well i'm just yeah, saying yeah, you didn't yeah, really yeah. care for it <laughs> put that on the blu-ray so, box mark i didn't hate it <laughs> that should be on the box <laughs> it could have been an hour but, and a half not two hours I'll say that. Agreed. Yeah, I, I agree, because there there was certain things, like in the middle, where it just seemed like it got too long. Yes. There was a ton of missed opportunities, I and thought. And I felt like that's where they were, that's when it became more of a drama, because of the, mm-hmm. that, that's what took me out of the movie. Like, I thought it started well, and, like, without giving away, there's a scene towards the end, I think at a hospital, I enjoyed all the sequence, how that played out. Yep, but the rest of it was just very slow. I I, I would agree um, with, with, with that because I mean there there are definitely slow aspects to the movie, but at the same time I don't mind it as much either, as long as it's building the story. And and there were some times when it didn't really help the story in some of the slower sections, but there were some times when it did, if that makes sense. If it's helping the story, I'm, I'm all for it. Is basically what I'm saying now. With this, um, just so for those of you who haven't seen the movie yet, kind of the basic premise of the movie is you've got this character named Cecilia um, who has an abusive ex-boyfriend who is like a tech wizard. He's like the head of this technology company and whatnot. 
she ends up leaving him fearing for her life basically and then once she escapes and whatnot he comes after her but she gets away and then it kind of plays out where he supposedly kills himself and leaves this fortune for her as long as she doesn't commit any crimes or isn't committed for being insane basically and that's when shit starts going wrong and obviously we it's pretty easy to suspect that he's probably still alive basically yeah, so that's kind trailer. of the premise of the movie yeah <laughs> watch watch the trailer and you'll get the, the gist of the movie basically. spoilers guys no i'm just kidding <laughs> i didn't know he was still alive <laughs> but just a just a couple things that i really did like about the movie um number one the very beginning with the opening credits I loved how they did the opening credits with the water washing yeah, that was up. Cool. I thought that and was then cool Yeah. That was very, very cool. Very simplistic, but very cool. And actually that whole opening sequence was very tense, and I did enjoy that a lot. That's probably my favorite thing of the movie. Yeah, I liked it. Was that opening it set ten minutes or so. It should have been the pace of the movie, I felt. So mm-hmm. definitely. Um a couple other things that I enjoyed it's it's not really spoilers but it kind of is but it has nothing to do with the story at all it's just kind of little tidbits i like how lee wanell actually threw billy the puppet in there as graffiti on the wall towards the end when she's escaping from the hospital (laughs) so that was nice um also in the hospital too is they had a throwback to the original invisible man when you had uh, a character on a gurney who's wrapped up in bandages from being burned really bad. And they made him basically look like the original Invisible Man. Oh. Which I thought was a nice throwback. So, just a couple little tidbits that I liked about the movie that were not really anything important, but just kind of cool. So, getting into a little bit more about the movie, though. I'd say she did a good job, what, too, man. Not to cut you off. Like, she, Elizabeth No, Boss. definitely. She did a good job. Like she was believable in her insanity, and when she's fighting the yeah. invisible guy, I know. So, I agree. I, I I definitely think that she helped carry this movie very well. There were a few times though, where I felt like she was starting to get on my nerves a little bit with her kind of whiny. Yeah, that see that all ties to me to them dragging the movie on so long in China. Right. Make you feel all sad and bothered by her situation. Yeah. But I mean, even even with that, that's still kind of minor for me. But it that did kind of start getting to me a little bit because, like you said, it was kind of like it dragged it out a little bit. And that was one of the aspects where if they would have cut like a few minutes worth of that, I wouldn't have been annoyed by her. But there was just a few times when it just kind of went on too long with her crying and her whining and her like neurotic behavior and and whatnot it just it just started to get to you after a little bit and then it, then it would bring you back and then it would be fine for a little bit then it would happen again and it would kind of go on and on a little bit and then it would bring you back again so it was kind of like a back and forth kind of thing now i one thing i another thing i really enjoyed with the movie is like uh some of the stuff that was in that happened in the house without giving anything away before she really realizes that he's coming for her, basically just kind of some of the things that would happen 
and even like some of the distortion that they would show where you could basically almost kind of see him um even though you still couldn't but just how they kind of made it just barely noticeable i think they were trying to make like play a trick on you like think is he there do i see him no he's not there right it's like he wasn't i don't think he really was there like there was like a discoloration in the wall that made it look like maybe somebody might be standing there (laughs) it was like a mind fuck i thought yeah, I kind of got the feel like for uh, that's. I don't want to say that. Now. Um, as far like as the house, to make you lean that direction. There was a hole that I mean, yeah. I I don't think it's a spoiler because like we already know that this guy was supposed to be dead, right? So she goes back to his yep. house, and the house is supposed to be abandoned. Why the fuck is the dog still there? Why? <laughs> I, I don't right. understand. That. Well, I mean, that was in the trailer, so that that's definitely not a spoiler because that was definitely in the right. trailer when she goes back. Why? To the I house. mean, if nobody's in this house, nobody lives there anymore. Why is the dog still there? No one took the dog to a shelter or anything. They just left it there, abandoned the dog. It don't make sense. Well, I mean, that can almost be kind of explained once you get to like the kind of twist in this, where where you have the second character. I'm not going to say any more than that. Well, you could, I mean, you could also you know, argue that he was extremely rich and he still had a contract with his cleaning lady or something and she took care of the dog. Right. I mean, that could be explained, but yeah. still, it, it would just didn't make sense to me, but... It, no, remember, I, no, I, I totally get you what When she's leaving, she lets the dog go, too. So, my thoughts were when she came back is the dog was still... Because that was his territory. He was just lingering around. Yeah. That's how I took True. Him. But I could see where it could be kind of a plot hole, yeah, you know, with that. I, I could definitely see where that definitely. could possibly be. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's just so much in this. Now, I wish I, w- I wish I could s- say what my favorite scene is. All I will say is the restaurant scene, because that kind of made me jump a little bit, if you know what I'm talking about, where she meets up with her yeah, sister yeah, uh, in the restaurant. Yeah, I mean, there's her reaction, the way she but, reacted to it. I didn't, I mean, I understand being in shock, but. She should have realized the gravity of the situation and, you know, maybe not held on to something (laughs) for as long as she did. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, Definitely. I thought there was like, as far as like having this invisible character, there were so many missed opportunities, especially with the CG that they used, like the outside Mm -hmm. of the, the, the hospital scene it was like raining and I was thinking there'd be a really cool, like you see him in the silhouette with the rain going around him, but that never happened. Was like, that was, that was yeah, I thought you were going to see him more clear. Like I was, I don't know. I'm a fan of John Carpenter's memoirs of an invisible man. And I don't know between that and the old black and white when there's certain things I expect that I didn't see. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sean, no, you didn't I, see I agree. it because it's invisible. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I kept trying, Ted. <laughs> it just wasn't right. From what Sean and Marcus oh, said, God. it kind of sounds like I really just don't want to see. Well, I mean, time. don't don't let me deter you completely because there are some like the the acting in the movie is solid as fuck. I love the actors. Yeah, I really like the the cop buddy character. I liked him a lot. I didn't care for the yes. the score. I thought it was a little abrupt like it just kept I felt like they were and not in an effective way trying to disturb you 
with the sounds. To, yes, the I thought the same thing. And there I was like it was a, overboard. Like the, for a second, I wasn't sure if it was from the theater over, and then I realized, like, no, that's this man. Like, right? There's like yeah. a scene where like she's trying to look for him, so she tries to like throw something on him and it wasn't anything there and that object that she threw made a loud noise that it would never make and it was just to make that sound of trying to scare you like oh is he here no no he's not there it's <laughs> 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 so like yeah they're the this not exactly the score but like the sound that the objects made were not natural so the sound effects. yeah it was just not natural and it yeah. was it was extremely loud just to scare you like cheap jump scare stuff but there was like one or two jump scares that were solid as fuck oh yeah <laughs> definitely yeah. i mean like the the ladder scene that was a good one that was a very yeah. good one the, the ladder <laughs> scene was great yeah, i saw it in the trailer I, thought, <laughs> I don't remember seeing that yeah. in the trailer i mean I, re- I don't remember seeing that in the trailer i i i vaguely remember it was it, in the but second I, trailer that oh. really sold me on the movie. That's yeah, me. I don't know. I mean, overall, I I really did like the movie a lot. I mean, I think there's I I can see where you guys are coming from. Where it wasn't necessarily horror; it was more of a thriller. Which I agree, it was definitely more of a thriller movie than horror. Um, which could deter a lot of people if they're expecting a horror at least that leans in a better even though I didn't care for it that leans in a better direction than if it was like Elizabeth Moss and Tom Cruise running through the jungle from the Invisible Man with plane crashes some adventure flicks (laughs) right I mean it's better than that I don't know so maybe that gives a little tiny tiny bit of hope for the rest of the universal stuff I don't know I was really surprised when I saw the time, I was like, oh, wow. Right. Yeah, that's my definitely my biggest down for this movie is just, yeah, the length. If they were to cut 20 minutes out of it in specific areas, I think it would be a much more better paced movie. And that's not to say it's not paced well. It's just that it could be paced a lot better. And especially where things just kind of drag on like we were talking about. I think if you were to knock out 20 minutes or so, I think it would be that much better um, in a lot of ways. So, But, I mean, overall, if I were to rate this movie for myself, I would probably give this a 4 out of 5 because I, I really did like it a lot. It was just some of those minor things for me where she kind of got under my skin a little bit and kind of the length of it and just how things kind of dragged on in certain areas kind of brought it down a little bit. But overall, I highly enjoyed it. I kind of want to go see it again, personally. And, um, yeah, I would give it probably a 4 out of 5 for myself. 1.5. I don't want to see it again. But I will (laughs) check out the next installment in the Universal Monsters just because I like Universal Monsters. Uh, before I get my rating, I want to point out you did miss one that I noticed. One of uh, one callback to a previous movie was there was a sequence of scenes that was shot for shot exactly like Paranormal Activity, oh, where, the, where okay. the blanket came back and then the pictures were shown, and then she found the pictures in the same spot that the pictures were found in Paranormal Activity. It was just like it. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't think about that at all. Uh, yeah, I, that's a thing. I mean, is he just 
I don't know. I don't know. I just it just hit me. Anyways, I have to give it a two out of five. I I don't like. Uh, yeah, for I don't and know that, really that's do the just, point somethings either. I just didn't want to say two. So I well, I I don't if uh, the way I see it is if I'm going to give a point five, I'm just going to do it a three out of ten. <laughs> Uh, um, and the only reason I give it the two is because I thought the acting was so solid and the the cinematography was beautiful. And yeah, yeah, that's the best thing I can do is well acted. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely we're kind of on opposite ends, but that's fine because I mean we're not always gonna like everything <laughs> the same. Right. And neither are but our I'm, fans, and that's why we gotta have no. <laughs> definitely not. So. Hopefully, listening to tonight's episode, you guys can kind of gather whether or not you guys want to see it or not. So definitely take it as um, this is more of kind of a thriller movie versus a horror movie. So kind of use that as a kind of starting block to see if you want to see it or not. We would love to hear what you guys thought if you did see it. You can always reach out to us through our social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of them are at CLS Podcast, as always. But we do appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. And Ted, do you have any final bits of wisdom for us as we leave? People, just don't watch pornos. You're going to release a sex demon that's going to kill us all, okay? So stop watching pornos. Damn it. Oh, man, I thought that was the reason to watch porno. (laughs) Ruins my whole... Good stuff. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.